Bright city lights from day to midnight Break the clouds and descend from bird flight Bright city lights I'm the mother of three children I came here in Cape Town to find a job But what I'm going to tell you I experienced a lot in Sutom Farm because it's a place which is dirty. It just got uh, no electricity, no water. It's a, it's a place that you cannot stay. If I can take you and then you sit there just for two days, you can't afford to stay there because it's too dirty. Our children are sick. Our old people are sick. And uh, we have got no transport to go to the hospitals. We are far, we are far from here to this to this place in Cape Town. So the only thing I want, I, I think government must do something about us because we vote every time, but there's no use for voting. And the other thing I, I, I think, people must think, if you can stay in a place like that, what can you do? Is, the, is your memory can use something, you can create something. You can't create something with a place with is dirty. You can't have uh, a good thing in a place like that there's a damp water, it's dirty, there's no... If you eat, you smell something bad. You can't eat a healthy food in a place which is dirty. There's, uh, there's no jobs. It's not that people, black people, are lazy. They are not lazy. Every day when we wake up, we are cleaning, cooking, but people think that we are stupid. We are not stupid. We did strike in the last few days and we are doing that because we fight for our rights because here in south africa we have all rights and we are the same you are the black we either you are black or you are white but we are the same think about humanity if you are human and if you are a people in your life you must give us a good good life you staying in a in suburbs and when you wake up, you wake in a good place. What about us? What about uh, our children? What about uh, where we're staying? What do you think about our, our health? What do you think about our future? We've got no future there. The, the only thing we, I, I'm coming here is that you must have in your mind that in Sweet Home Hunt, there's nothing we get. We, we, we try everything to talk to the government, but there's nothing. There's no answer, there's nothing. That's why I'm here, and I'm, I'm very hurt in my, in, my, in my heart because that place is not good for me. Because I'm sick, I'm in a treatment. Every day I wake up, I'm, I'm, I'm getting treatment, I'm eating treatment without food. What do we think about me? What do we think about people there staying there? What do we think about people who are every day trying to have food without having no money. You can't have food without money. You can't do anything without money. These days, you must have money. Thank you, guys. Thanks. No, no ones? You can stay up with me. <laughs> um, yeah, everyone. Um, I think it's um, important that we try to change the way we speak about things. And that's why... Um, I invited Nobansi here to speak with us. Um, she wasn't actually invited to speak, but I actually asked her to come speak with us because I felt it was important to have other viewpoints here. Um, I think 
uh, it's important that, that, that we start from the premise that everyone is equal, as Nabanzi said. Everyone um, is, it, we're diverse in innumerable ways, um, but everyone comes from the same starting point. Um, we can all think for ourselves. We all have the ability to actually think. And if we don't think for ourselves, it's only because we've been trained not to think. We've been trained to be cogs in the machine. Um, this is the basis of our current education system. It teaches us to be passive, to be unthinking. Um, and we come to know a lot of facts, but we don't really interrogate and, and think about things in a deeper way and actually learn to think uh, independently. But if we can all think, then actually, what, then it means that it's important that we all are able to contribute to the pool of knowledge in this world. This is the basis for important resources like Wikipedia. Um, it's the belief that everyone can contribute to the knowledge of the commons, the common knowledge in the, in the world. Um, but is this really the case in Wikipedia? How many black people, for instance, edit Wikipedia? How many poor people edit Wikipedia? Most of its editors, for instance, 80 or 90% are male. Where are the women? The truth is that, is that Wikipedia isn't such an open and democratic space that it's cracked up to be. It excludes a lot of marginalized people in our society. So let me ask you guys a few other questions. You don't have to answer, they're more rhetorical questions. Um, how many of you guys here live in a shack? How many people here live in an RDP home? Otherwise known as a matchbox home. Um, how many people here are unemployed? If you're a student, that doesn't count, right? Really unemployed. Well, before Nobanzi spoke, did any of you bother to think about the fact that the 30% of uh, Cape Town's residents live in shacks? 60% of Cape Town's residents are poor. But when you're standing here today, how many of those people are here in this room? How many of them have been invited to speak? Um, Nobanzi is an elected leader in Sweet Home Shack Settlement. She works with community leaders there, um, imp improving the community. They embody the battle cry of organizations such as the Antivich Campaign, which uh, posits that we may be poor, but we are not stupid. We may be poor, but we can still think. Why would this be a slogan of theirs? Why would poor people's movements and organizations throughout South Africa have similar sl such slogans? One thing I've realized since working with communities for the past six years is that these struggles are not merely about service delivery. They're also struggles for dignity. The right to have a voice, the right to decide on one's own development. The assertion that people themselves are the experts of their own oppression. This is why they protest. They protest for the fulfillment of promises made by politicians on service delivery. They protest to transform the city, to desegregate the city, to take over exclusive places such as Rhonda Bosch Commons or Bishop's Court. But they also protest to compel government to treat them as human beings, to meet with them, to actually come out and talk to them. Uh, to recognize their humanity, something government 
and most corporations do not actually do. Um, they protest in order to reimagine the city, a place that is the, one of the most racist and unequal and exclusionary cities in South Africa. But you would not know this by listening to the way political speakers at, at talk about Sweet Home in the media. In the actual media, and people like Nobanzi are very aware of this fact, in the media, we are told that protesters, such as those from Sweet Home, are criminals. We are told that they are used, that they are manipulated by outsiders, by the ANC Youth League, by other people, when this is not true. They, we're told that they are um, they're used by third forces. But the problem is that people are speaking for Sweet Home. Sweet Home is not speaking for themselves. Unless they protest, they have no ability to get their views into the mainstream. They are excluded essentially because they are considered poor by the media um, and therefore stupid uh, by government, by the media, and those who control the flow of information in our society. Now let's move back to the space we're currently in, TEDx Cape Town, right? Obviously TED, the original TED is a very, it's an ultra-exclusive space, an ultra-exclusionary space. Only very rich people can afford to actually uh, attend these exclusive talks, and only experts can ac will actually be invited to speak at these talks. TEDx may be comparatively more in inclusive than TED, a space, but it's still an, an, an exclusive space that isn't inviting to anyone besides the people you see here today. Um, it's an elite space. Unemployed people, for instance, cannot afford the 100 rand it costs to get in here in the first place. It's pretty clear then that if we are going to be reimagining the city as a more inclusive space, more equal and less segregated space, we have to begin to dismantle the bastions of, in, of inequality. We therefore need to dismantle spaces such as TEDx itself. I am not exactly sure what an ideal city should look like, but I know that it's something that we have to create together. I know that building a new city needs to be led by the poorest of the poor, the most excluded in the city. Um, Otherwise, it will never get us to where we're trying to get to. By definition, therefore, it needs to reimagine spaces like TED or exclude spaces like TED itself. Thank you.